hey, this is cool. This is going to be a big hit. I would be like the singer at a jazz club next to the piano. That was the first time that I was like, wow, I can do it. He's so emotional and so raw and so real with how he delivers his music. 13-year-old me, rock and rolling. I came out of the session and went, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the sound. She was so real. When she'd be rapping and singing, it felt like he was kind of at the church again. Hello and welcome to What Did I Say, where Atlantic Records talks with artists about songs they made, songs they like, and songs they'd like to have made. It's an inside look into the craft of songs from the artists themselves. Today, we had a chat with Josie Dunn, a 21-year-old Nashville transplant by way of Chicago, Illinois. Josie is not only an incredibly talented singer, but she is also a multi-instrumentalist and an extremely gifted writer. Josie hails from a creative family of dancers, painters, graphic designers, and actors. Early on, she knew music was her path and began flying to Nashville every month during high school for writing sessions. While there, she wanted to capture the Motown-era music of her childhood, proving that soul music could feel cool again. Her sound blossomed into what could be described as an alchemy of Megan Trainer, Duffy, and Corinne Bailey Ray. The long short of it is her music is about being authentic and real. When Josie came by the Atlantic Podcast Studios, we talked about that feeling. Josie's debut single, Old School, is out now, and her debut EP drops later this year. So, do you remember your first favorite song? Yeah, it was Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. It was the first song I ever sang in front of anybody. What was it on? Was it was it your uh, was it on a seven inch? Was it a record? Uh, no. See, my my parents weren't that like hipster. We were just on probably a CD, honestly, or just the MP3. Like we probably had iPods at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No records. I I, <laughs> I should take that out. If there's a certain age of someone, I'll be like, I won't mention a record anymore. <laughs> no, they're cool now. So it's like I collect <laughs> records. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first song you memorized? Uh, yeah, it was How to Save a Life by The Fray. Okay. <laughs> so random. But I had the, um... How come? My brother printed the lyrics for some reason, and it was the only time that I'd ever seen lyrics printed out. So I, I just, like, learned them. <laughs> uh, what, did you, did you, uh, did you, re- did you recite it anywhere? Did you, uh... I probably just sang it to myself. I was really shy, so I, like, just sang in my bedroom, like, under my covers, kind of. Under your covers? No, I didn't want anyone to hear me How at come? all. How come? I was really, sh- I was super shy. Like, I, I was not like a the music girl until middle school, which for a lot of people is like a late bloomer. And like, I know so many people that they've done it since they were like four. I think you're right on track. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. Um, do you remember the first song or album you remember buying? Yes, it was um, Avril Lavigne's geez i can't remember what the record was called but it was the one with like complicated that was the probably the second song i knew every word to really yeah it that was my my first like my own record which is so random but i love avril lavigne um do you is there a specific song of yours that you felt took you to the next level of writing like after finishing it being like all right now i know some more pieces uh it was probably old school which just so happens to be the first single, but it, um, that was the first time that I came out of the session and went, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the sound. It really, I think musically felt like a representation of who I was. Is there a musical influence of yours that someone would be surprised about? Hmm. Probably. 
a musical influence of mine that people would be surprised about would be like I really like a lot of rap like Notorious B.I.G. is my favorite rapper and I listen to him a lot I'm seeing the most random range of music Not right now. But I love Biggie Smalls because he just like the groove feels so cool. You just feel cool when you're listening to his music. So, yeah, that'd probably be an influence of mine that people would be surprised about. <laughs> I like that one. When you're recording a song, are you picturing anyone or specific audience listening to it? I always try and picture um, like what I would like if I was in middle school or high school, like what I would want playing at a birthday party or you know at the block party or something like music that people can have fun to i think that's always what my goal is and then um what visuals do you um want them to have in their head <laughs> um what visuals do i want them to have in their head probably if you're listening to my music i hope that you are thinking about like i love color so super colorful whatever it is and Probably, hopefully, a fish tank. I'm really into marine biology, so maybe a fish tank. I like that. Yeah. Um, what's the most recent song you discovered and had to share with your friends immediately? Oh, it would be um, Love You Like That by Dagny. It's such a good song. What about I, it? It's like the harmonies are so cool in the chorus because all of the melody comes from the harmonies. And so it's just a really unique song. It feels so big. It's like a lot of the like the Bleacher stuff too. I was so obsessed mm -hmm. with the Bleacher's record when it first came out because it just it feels so big and like anthemic, which is so fun. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the first time you heard one of your songs in public? Oh yeah, it would have been um, even like in another room kind of thing of like you know hearing something you did. It's like weird. I a lot of times I'll walk um, around the offices at Atlantic or Warner and there will be like playing my music in the different rooms and that's pretty weird. That counts. Yeah, that okay, that counts. <laughs> They're paid to listen to my music. <laughs> so it felt weird. Yeah, it felt weird. It fe felt definitely weird. It will be a really weird thing if I ever like hear myself on the radio or TV or something. That will be a really weird thing. And awesome. And awesome. Um, when you listen to other people's songs, what first connects with you? Mm, it'd be the lyrics first, probably. Like, I think creatively developing in Nashville, you grab such a, an appreciation for um, songwriting and telling a story. So the lyrics definitely are usually the most important thing to me. You'd said that you, uh, you'd spent some of your days teaching music lessons, correct? Yeah. Um, what's a song that you would bust out to let the kids know you were cool? <laughs> um, we always started learning the song um, Baby by Justin Bieber. <laughs> that was just the easiest like it was it's a pretty s simple song totally or in one less lonely girl too we did that was the first song we learned all, all the time and that was usually what they liked to to play but i always like i wanted my students to play the music that they like to play because that was how i learned piano was like playing the beatles so it was music that i wanted to play and so it kept me interested in it. So I'd always have them like they, a lot of the girls would want to learn like Taylor Swift or. Katie but if that's Perry. what they want to learn, and then they go create. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what you should be teaching them. I think putting those songs together and thinking about it from that bigger view of not just one place of lost love, but maybe a documentary or something like yeah. that. Um, what's something that you would want people to take away from like the EP about learning? Uh, it would definitely be 
the title of the EP is To Be the Little Fish. And I got that because um, really the meaning of it is like when you're the little fish, you can hang out with the big fish and learn and grow from them and see how they got so big and how they like, you know, <laughs> are still alive. And so then when you're the bigger fish, it's kind of like the, the pool is only so big. So you become stagnant because you just you can't learn from anything else. And I think that was really how I viewed my development and also just how I view my life. Like I try to step into everything and learn a little something from somebody because if you're learning then you're growing and becoming better so that's what it's all about great yeah thanks great job thanks to josie dunn for coming on what did i say find more about her at josiedunn.com that's j-o-s-i-e-d-u-n-n-e.com our theme music is by max frost be sure and catch up on all the Atlantic Records podcasts at AtlanticPodcasts.com. Thank you for listening.